Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Happy New Year, one and all. Thanks so much for joining us. Excited to be back after it. Let's do this thing. Let's have a good year together, shall we? I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Direct Matthew in the house as always. Reminder for those of you that are, say, new to the program, where have you been? It's been 23 years. Uh, If you're new, uh, I would say that uh, make sure you like and subscribe on uh, War Chant TV. Helps others find the show, helps us better present the show and all that we do on War Chant. And, of course, if you're listening on radio, we appreciate our radio partners and all of you listening to your cars, driving around. Maybe you're delivering packages. Even still, late. They got their stuff out late. Quick, drop it off. Let that family know you still care about them. Whatever it might be. Happy New Year to everybody. Where do we begin? There's a lot. There's a lot. Tom and I were just talking about this. Like Most of the time... When you're in the flow of the show and the day-to-day operation of the show, when you get things started, you kind of you have a sense of, here's the lead, this is what I'm going to open with, let's then, you know, we'll probably pivot here, and then we'll talk a little bit about that basketball team, which got a road win against NC State, which, by the way, felt a lot bigger than it should have. But that's what happens when you're trying to survive around. When you're trying to survive around and you're up against it, and the other guy is just throwing fury, and you got your elbows up, and you're saying, come on, man, ring the bell. If you get to that next one, you feel pretty good about it. And that's what it felt like going into that game, that Florida State had to find a way to survive and win a basketball game uh, and in the hopes of staving off the ding-ding. I could see him. He was, you know, early on, the ding-ding was kind of peering out from the Capitol, like, you guys all right over there? Looking a little shaky. May need me to give you a ride. Then then the ding-ding was standing proud, like in the way. You're trying to get in the door. There he is. Like, what? What's the problem? That win kind of staves him off a little bit for now. Just now. That's all it is. Then you've got receivers, some with speed, according to uh, their measurables, saying yes to Florida State. Now, this was something that had to happen that we knew would happen, but a lot has happened since we last spoke. I had the damn flu, not COVID. I would tell you if I had COVID. I didn't. I had the flu. I thought I had COVID. Uh, the week before uh, the, the, the New Year's break, the scheduled break for, for all of this, I was going to be doing shows through uh, Wednesday. And then we were going to take Thursday, Friday off, and then that, that whole last week, like we did. But I, I couldn't, I couldn't function. I thought, oh, breakthrough case, but it wasn't. I went and did the drive-through test, and it turned out, nope, healthy as a horse. Just had the flu, so I guess it wasn't healthy as a horse. But it sucked. Yeah, healthy as a flu-ridden yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was laid up. I was trying to watch shows and read books in between sleeping long hours, uh, and watch a little football on the way. Frankly, I think the lead is how comfy it looks in that side of the studio now. Look so at much you. better. It is so much ten. better. Well, this was a goal of mine in the offseason. This is what we talked about during the break. I thought we needed to make this thing feel a little bit more like a den, like you were comfortable having a conversation. Because this show is one long, always interesting, insightful, and entertaining conversation 
between the listeners and the viewers, the fine folks at 93.3 that are listening every day, and the, and the War Chant TV folks. It's all of that. And then, of course, it's between you and me. Occasionally, Director Matthew will pipe in with a little something. Oh, with his playoff uh, Philadelphia Eagles now. That's true. They are in the playoffs. They have navigated their way despite being down 10 to nothing on the road in Washington. They rise up. They said it couldn't be done. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> They're in. And hell, their own fans tried to take out their starting quarterback as he's walking off the field. Well, that's because most fans, like most Americans, are fat. And you saw that happen. Well, and also because the facilities for the Washington football team are what you'd expect. Landover. Yeah. Let's take it out to Landover. The poise with which he dealt with that, though, that makes me feel better about Jalen Hurts as a quarterback. Odd place to lead here. But he dealt with that in stride. He picked the people up. Hey, you okay? All right, let's do a selfie. That sounds good. Yeah, we're in handled, for a selfie. Handled it well. Problem is we're on the cusp of going to the playoffs. I'm not hugging fat people that fall over a railing. I'm trying to get into that locker room as quick as possible. I'm, try I'm trying to keep it together. Like, hey, man, I don't know where you've been. I don't know what your thought process is. I've got to be right. We're trying to win games around here. I know you're going to hate me in about six games. Yeah. Maybe after the playoff loss, you're going to hate me. So this is a very temporary thing. Mm -hmm. Get away from me. Yep. Um, so, yeah, FedEx Field is a dangerous dump. Uh, Life Spectator is correct about that. I think that's true. It is the NFL equivalent of South Bend. That That's what... This, this field and stadium is. <laughs> yes, the old RFK. Um, Carol said, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Heard we have new arrivals already on campus to add some talent and momentum for the 2022 football season. Is Where are you after bowl season here? We've still got the national championship game to be played. Uh I, I, you know, listen, the playoffs, nothing new there in the college football playoffs. There's always at least one ass-kicking. This time it was two. Now, I'll tell you where I am. I had Georgia before the season began to win the national championship. So that win over Michigan was very important, Tom, uh, because you remembered my plus 800 to win the national title. Well, how package. could I forget? We got a reminder every three days. So it's still live. And, of course, uh, I had some other good things happen. Uh, I had Georgia against Michigan. I laid the seven and a half. Uh, I actually, the more I thought about the game, I pivoted and really thought Georgia would kill Michigan. And they did. And you know that because I said it on the golf course to you at Capital City. And uh, I placed a little wager. We were agreeing on this fact. Yeah, yeah. Because the more uh, I thought about it, I thought, I thought Cade McNamara is not going to be able to throw the football against this team. And if they want to run, they're going to run against. They're not going to run against Georgia. Correct. I did a short video for uh, the college sportsbook. Uh, your land over there. Mm -hmm. I, I had a three-day green card. I went over to College Sportsbookville, USA. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I did a short video that showed and broke down how any time Michigan faced any run defense that was even close to Georgia in the realm of Georgia, yeah. Wisconsin is yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, and they get. I mean. Take the unders. It was individual unders. Play the unders on both of their backs, and they both hit, and yeah, then some. Yeah, you, so you were using prize picks. And I will tell you that if you guys are going to start you know, continuing to follow, go follow and like and really celebrate and champion and, and, and send to everybody you know on earth uh, the college sports book videos that we do. It's very important uh, that you do that. In your daily life, it's important that you do that. And, and of course, it aids me. So we're going to do that as often as possible. Yeah, I might get another temporary visa if you do more of them. You so never you know. Go. You never know, by the way. Like, 
You wake up in the morning. Like, the new year is always about starting new routines. Now, I didn't have a new routine this morning. I went straight to Orange Theory Fitness, but I did eat better after my workout than I had been towards the end of the year. That's I'd a brand? What, do you have brand flakes? No, no, I didn't have brand. I had smoked salmon over eggs, and it was delicious. I made that myself, uh, like the badass that I am in the kitchen these days. And it was unbelievable. That smoked salmon in there with the, with the eggs. Oh, forget about it. So... But the point is, went to Orange Theory Fitness, as I want to do, got my workout on, and then came in here. But uh, I, did, I did want uh, to, to develop habits for, that benefit us all. So, for example, um, you guys, every day that you wake up, maybe you, maybe you have a French press coffee. Maybe that's what you do. If you don't, that's what I do. Now, here's the thing. While you're thinking about that coffee and how good it's going to taste, you would like a French press. Coffee. Oh, absolutely! It's great. It's a process. It's a process. It gets you. You ease into your day. So it requires a little work of you. you. You get in there. You muscle that coffee. They call it surrender in a mug. Yeah. So here's the beauty. When you do that, uh, the, the the thing I would tell you is this. You go right over to your YouTube feed and you hit like and subscribe to the College Sports Book. That's the, that's how you start your day every day. And maybe you've missed a video. Maybe you missed a video that, oh, Jeff posted another one last night, as he's wont to do. Let me like and subscribe. Let me click and retweet that and tell everybody about it. Well, after While you're drinking your French press coffee. After you, you had to watch TV first. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry. We've got to prioritize this. You could click over to multiple places, though. The Internet's an amazing thing. Many clicks take you many different places. Mm-hmm. But like and subscribe to Warch TV first. Hell, use your work email your regular email. Just put it on in email. the background and let it play. There you go. A little time spent listening, as they say in the radio biz. Just let it, let it, just go a little TSL. You let that thing ride, and then, you know, we get credit for that. And then it just, it hops to the next video. I think we should also have a feature of you cooking breakfast and you've got little recipes. Because if you're, you know, the, the mm. badass. I've become one. You I'm know. Becoming better and better, yeah. Kitchen Cam. Kitchen Cameron. There it is. Well, okay. I can, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in on that. By the way, I wanted to. Uh... <laughs> uh, so Phil, Phil sent me. Now I want you to see this date. So Phil sent this to me. Can't uh, see it, but I'll trust you. January first uh, on Twitter. If you follow at Jay Cameron Show, you'll see uh, Phil. Phil Jacobs, Noel Centric is his name. He said so. Any teaser pleasers for tomorrow? Asking for a friend. This was late on a Saturday night, Tom. And I did not celebrate much on New Year's. I was subdued on New Year's. I had one beer on New Year's Eve. What happened to you? I had one beer. I was tired. I just decided I'm going to chill out. I made a big meal for the family. And we just hung out. I had some some scallops, Tom. Big old. (laughs) And a bunch of scallops. And then from there... Uh, we had other things, too. But uh, the point would be, we all wolfed down those scouts, and then we played board games, me and the family. It was just uh, Yahtzee, a lot of Yahtzee. The kids never get tired of Yahtzee, and neither do I, believe it or not. I never get tired of yeah, Yahtzee. Yeah, because it's like dice. Well, yeah. It's fun, yeah, yeah. I like dice. Yeah, yeah. I also like Uno, Tom. Never get tired of Uno. I could play Uno all day long. I love giving some, slapping somebody with a draw four. Nothing better. Just, ha-ha. You know what? I'm the worst. I'll say it every time, too. I'm like, suck it. Every time I drop that drop, I draw that. four, I mean, yeah. suck it. Yep. There you go. Get you some of that. Oh, here's a little draw two after that. So, yeah, that's fun. I, we did that. Hung out. I got worked on Christmas in Scrabble. I got oh, worked. Oh, man. Well, you're married to a PhD. I, I am. So, well, yes, but I'm destroying the entire game. 
plays all seven tiles to close out the game, which is a 50-point automatic bonus. It was it was a ridiculous turn. I had a 30-point lead, and I lost. She should have said what I say when I dropped the draw four. So, right then and there. <laughs> Get you some ice cream. There you go. Yeah. So that, so that happened. Uh, but then Saturday, New Year's Day itself, I got a little loose. Got a little loose. Not crazy. But I was home, and it was relaxing, and we were watching football all day. Just a... Little nice, uh, nice time to have a little fun, and so I a little did. bit of hoops, a little bit of a little bit of everything. So this guy Phil says to me, "Hey man, you have any uh, teaser pleasers for tomorrow?" And I answered back at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and so, by the way, I wrote Bing uh, six point teaser pleaser. Now you know this one: Bengals plus ten and a half. Falcons plus 20. Man, you could just tease these babies up. And then 49ers minus 5.5. 49ers minus 5.5. And, and ba-dow! That hits right away. So the guy writes back, my man, and he throws up his teaser pleaser that he stole from me. Or that I advised. Look at that. Look at that, Tom. Look at that. It's on the camera there. Uh, it kind of is. Well, You'll have to explain to me. I see a laptop and, and some yeah, icons. Yeah, but anyhow. He's got... He's <laughs> got teach a, you how to share the tabs. He's got his... He's got his uh, Bet ticket, and it's green check, green check, green check, and he just wrote check, and he wrote back, "My man." I was like, "That's what, what did I, he throw down?" Did it, did I didn't ask him what he threw down. He didn't. It's uh, he hid that from me. Mm-hmm. So hey, but you know what? Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shame his wagering habits. I don't know. He might have put ten grand. He might have put five dollars. I don't know what he did. Well, but if it's ten grand, then he can ask for a little percentage. You know, at five bucks, you're like, yeah, you're welcome, pal. So then he thanked me, and I wrote, "That's what I do, my man." And he wrote back, "I know. That's why I asked. Can't wait to hear you back on the airwaves." So here we are. So we're doing it up. Uh, I have a second six point teaser pleaser that's going to hit tonight. Now I may have just cursed it by saying this, but the first two legs, it was a three team six point teaser pleaser. First two, no problem. Green Bay was the second leg. Of that teaser pleaser, but tonight I had the Steelers plus nine and a half. Teased it up tonight. I feel yeah. good about it. And the Browns are eliminated, so they're it's spoiler it's, only. I would like to think yeah. this is that, right? It's over. Plus nine and a half. Feel really good about it. So we'll see. That would be back to back three team six point teaser pleasers to start the new year. Mm, that is doing some things. And you're doing the show from a den. And I'm doing the show from a den from here on out. Seth, thank you. Uh <laughs> He's writing, do I have any dry January, folks, or is it just me? Woo! Um, you know, I don't commit to dry months. You know, some people like to commit, but we live here on Earth amongst other people. You've done it before, though. I have. I beat Matt Millar's ass one year. We were, uh, we, we did it. I said that I wouldn't drink for, he said I couldn't not drink for 30 days. I said I could easily do it. I, I'm worried about you. And then we went back and forth. We were arguing with each other. And then not only did I do it, I one upped him. I ended up not drinking for like 46 days. Something absurd. That, that's ridiculous. But anyhow, I did that just to, just to be an a hole, just to prove not only could I do it, but I'll go over the top. I'll, I'll go the whole year. So anyhow, did that. But, I'm not. I'm not ever going to do it again. So the I've decided it's never going to happen. There's no reason for it. Just you got to keep it right in the. You're going to keep it together for a week at a time. Like 
you know, you want to get a little loose on a Saturday after you've been good. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, then hell, get a little loose on a Saturday and make three team teaser pleaser bets that you shared to people on Twitter and everybody celebrates together on Monday. College football playoffs, Florida State basketball and football. We'll get the conversation uh, conversation started for real in a moment. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. This episode of the Jeff Cameron Show podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? What interferes with your happiness? Well, you can check out BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Cameron and get yourself started on the right path. We all know it. There are certain times in our life where certain things arise and we could use a trained ear. That's where BetterHelp comes into the equation. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. But what it is, is professional counseling done securely online. You can get started communicating with BetterHelp's counselors in under 48 hours, and you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. They're good with either. BetterHelp has licensed professional counselors who are specialized in everything from depression, stress, and anxiety to sleeping issues. So if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor, BetterHelp.com slash Cameron. BetterHelp.com slash Cameron. Join over 1 million people who have taken the courageous step and taken charge of their own mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Cameron. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV Happy Monday, Happy New Year Thanks for joining us You watch AJ Duffy Leading team icons to the big Under Armour win. I know you were on the edge of your seat, everybody. Yeah, no, I, I had uh, three C notes on team icons <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a buddy call me from down south. Who you got? Well, I don't know. I think team icons are in trouble. No, no. Duffy's playing for team icons, I said, Steve. That's not correct. He's going to lead Under Armour to a big win. And he did. Played well, especially early. He's more fluid than I thought. A little bit more fluid. Transitioning from pass to run. Yeah, that's um, that's nice. That's going to translate. I don't know about now. I look forward to spring, though. He's going to be here. You get to cover him for spring camp. We get to watch those practices in the spring game. He upped the chances of making it interesting in fall camp, I, I think, just a little bit by yeah. putting that performance out before the world. It's not like he didn't do great in practice. In fact, what everybody who was down there was talking about was his performances in the practices, day for day, he was the best quarterback of anybody down there at Under Armour All-America camp. But we'll see. We'll see. I think yeah. he's, he's gone from long shot to, well, you never know. He's not going to start this year, Tom. But I'll tell you something. Here, here's what I'll say. Uh, 
I, I do get excited to see sort of the raw tools. So that that's where I stop, you know, because I think we've all had our fair share of disappointment covering this team, following this team. We've projected any number of young men based on practices, what you know, to where we think they can play at a at a level in a game that is going to get us to a place where we, we're comfortable. So I'm not going to put that on them just yet, and I'm not going to put that expectation in my mind. But I do look for raw tools that then project at some point to, uh, to, to translate nicely in the college game. And so if you don't see that early on in these types of practices or settings, then you're going to be very concerned. Uh, that's not apt to get better as the competition gets better. You need to see that they have, at the very least, those fundamental tools that do translate, that skill set that will improve over time and reps and, and, and obviously practice. So, uh, yes, I see that, and I'll leave it there, and I'll get excited about that, and maybe, just maybe, he could be used in some packages, something like that. I mean, this is Jordan Travis's team. We know that. We know when they did not go out and bring in a transfer portal quarterback in that they have decided that that's who they're going with. Uh, simply put for me, and it's kind of what you're saying, but I, I just see a higher floor. I see a higher floor from this this prospect than some of the others that, that have come in where I think, okay, all is not lost if this kid needs to play in a pinch next year. He just there's there's a lot of things you could see how how he fits in the offense, mm-hmm. even though you're playing in an all star game. Sure, you could see where he bi- fits into the offense. Yeah, know? the bigger picture of what they want to run, what they haven't been able to run. Does the skill set fit that? What he ran at Memphis? Yeah, yeah, okay, I see where you're working there. Um, it's good, you know, the eggs in the basket are going to be whether or not Jordan Travis continues to improve as a passer like he did it late in the year. Still not great at it. But much better, and if you've got receivers who can win a one-on-one every Imagine once in a while, that. one out of three times, one out of four times. I mean, hell, if, if we get 50-50 in those situations, then that's you might be able to see some extra elements to this offense to where maybe we discover something about Jordan Travis, and we say, oh, I guess it was the receivers that weren't uh, helping out at all. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's so far away right now, it's just hard to even, you know, I'm transitioning my mind right now. We still have all of these NFL uh, regular season, the last weekend of regular season football, plus the playoffs and everything that we're talking about now with that. And then, of course, I'm immersed now focusing on transition to college basketball, Florida State basketball. Uh, and i and I got to be honest with you, I joked about it earlier, but Florida State's win over NC State's a big deal because you may see it as a stay of execution. You may say, okay, you know, I'm not sure this team's good. I'm not sure they're, I mean, because they're awfully young and they lost a ton. But when you haven't played basketball in a long time and you're knocking off the rust and you're hoping to, to get a win in conference and you haven't played well up until this point, and, you know, if you think about the postponement or cancellation, downright cancellation of three separate games, UCF and Sunrise, UNF and Boston College, you're thinking, well, I don't know what to expect. They didn't look good before all of this. Now they've taken a huge break. Now they're at NC State, which will be desperate for a win. They're both searching for something. Neither seem to have a real identity. They came into the game, NC State did it 7-6, and 0-2 in the ACC, desperate to, to find something, right? Their losses were, by the way, at Louisville and at Miami. Um, you know, so at some point now, we, we they had an overtime loss against Purdue. So, I, I mean, what they're capable of is something pretty good. So I had no idea what to expect. But Neither team defended all that well. Let's just put it that way. At the end of the day, uh, if you find the kind of balance that Florida State found here with four players and double figures, nine of ten players who saw action ended up in the scorebook, okay. 
I mean, we get another road ACC game tomorrow against Wake Forest. They're eleven and three, one and two in the ACC. That's a seven o'clock tip. Bally Sports, Xfinity Cable Channel four hundred one. If you're wondering, if you're wondering, and uh, from there, it's uh, you know, I, I, if you get that, then it's Louisville Saturday, which I'm pumped to go to the TLC Double C for. The vista will be beautiful. Yeah, the thing I looked at and was you could see it in the flow of the game, but when you go back to the box score, where we're searching for an identity, right? Okay, well, this is better. This is closer to the identity I think that the fans would like to see. Malik Osborne, 31 minutes. Mm-hmm. Anthony Polite, 29 minutes. Caleb Mills, 30 minutes. Matthew Cleveland, 27 minutes. Cameron Fletcher, 22-45. Huge, and a couple of huge plays in that huge game. Huge plays. Raekwon Evans, 18 minutes. Jalen Worley, nearly 16 minutes. That ratio between Raekwon and Worley is going to be interesting to watch as the season goes along. But we don't usually, in this program, have that many players touch above 27, 28 minutes. It looks like the bench is shortening. The rotation is being shrunk down to some core players. That's what we're stuck with this year. It's not a typical Florida State program uh, or team. Usually we are 10, 12 deep, and it's laughable how much depth we can have. Oh, he's got two fouls, no problem. we got two other solutions at these other with these other players. Not the case this year. I love to see players' participation in those upper 20s, lower 30s because it tells me that Leonard sees the picture, which is, you know what? These are the guys we have. These are the guys we're going to win and lose with, and it's going to be four or five key players. You know what it thrills me, Tom? I'll tell you what thrills me. Wyatt Wilkes playing all of two minutes in the first half and then barely two minutes in the second because when he plays, he sucks. And he did yesterday in a mere four minutes of action. I'm glad to see we haven't lost our dynamic because yeah, I'm, I'm trying to spin this in a positive way, pointing know. to the players who played more, and you're like, I'm glad that guy didn't play any. Anytime. No, I'm, I'm adding to your point. They're limiting minutes for certain players. You can limit the hell out of those minutes and disperse those to other players who deserve to be on the court because they contribute in some fashion. Let's do that. Let's take. I think the four minutes was a bit excessive, frankly. I would make that about a one-and-a-half-minute spell. Here and there. You get one shot out of three. If you make it, you stay in. If you don't, you sit your ass the rest of the day. We are in mid-February form. That is what we're doing here. Matthew Cleveland, you didn't mention, I don't think. I did. Okay, well, then I was deaf because my man snapped out of that scoring slump. He had 13 points, 5 of 10, 3 of 5 from the free throw line, 10 boards. And really, if you think about those two offensive rebounds late, my man, there you go. And you already mentioned Cameron Fletcher. Uh, good to see him. You know, I, I think a big part of maybe a big part of, of of him looking more like himself was he didn't have to wear the face mask. Fourteen points. There you go, young man. Well, there you go. And the play on the inbound late where he draws the foul. Yeah, well, we run off three or four seconds, but that man that you vacate the inbound and you. I mean, that was designed. Everything about that was coaching, but you can't coach how long he is in order to uh, disrupt that pass. And then I thought we did get a, a little bit of a break on the uh, TV Teddy call on the missed free throw by Fletcher. I know it was a clear out, but it was away from the ball. I thought for sure it was going to be an over-the-back call on mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that's not a terrible foul because you're up three and they have to shoot at that point, so it's not the end of the world. But I thought we got a break there to kind of help us ice the game a little bit. But the key numbers that I that I saw from this game, in the paint, plus 14 in scoring. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we're going to do that that often. Well, oh, no, they played small, but... but uh, this is a team that you could do that against, so you need to. And then also in second chance points, 13-8. So that tells me that this is a great matchup for us, NC State. There are going to be some teams that are not. Well, there's two reasons it's a great matchup. Uh, first of all, they chose to play small, so okay, Correct. great. Yes. And then B, their coach, Kevin Keats, didn't go into his zone at any point in the game. Which, 
my man, have you watched game film of Florida State? What are we doing? I couldn't believe it. I'm like, here comes the zone anytime now. Especially if we would score on like consecutive possessions or we had a stretch where we scored when we were down four. I think we, I think we scored six or eight straight. And I remember thinking, well, here it comes. I mean, if not now, when? You know, surely they're going to go to it now. And they didn't. And Raquan Evans had a drive to the basket in that moment, which if I'm going to rip that kid, I got to give him praise when he does something right. Beat his guy off the bounce and went straight to the 10. And that was huge because they ended up backing off. He made that layup. And I thought that created opportunities later in the game where when guys spread and he, and he were able to penetrate and kick out and then get a little open looks there or create off the dribble. So, look, I don't know. I don't know that this portends of Florida State being uh, a top five ACC team this year, which is where they have lived. They have lived in the top four. They have been a contender to win the conference year in and year out the last four years. So what's hard for us is to take that step back. At some point when you lose NBA guys, two of them in the first round of the NBA draft, um, it's going to have an effect on your team. (laughs) It's going to, you know, by the way, I would note this. So Scotty Barnes is having a great run right now, probably second or third in rookie of the year uh, votes. Remember that Franz kid from Michigan that we were like, that dude is evil. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen what he's done for the Orlando Magic? Go look at his numbers. He's He, he can win rookie of the year. So you've watched uh, Orlando Magic games. Because of Impressive. him. He'll drop 30 and 12 like it's nothing. That dude is unreal. And we... When we when we played them, I remember watching the game going, "Who this kid is ridiculous, long, athletic, can shoot, understands spacing, understands the game." He went eighth overall, and so nobody hyped him to be a you know top three, top four type rookie. You can argue he's the best rookie in the league. He's unreal, which makes me feel better because he killed us. <laughs> oh, there was no chance in that game. It was a miracle. It was as close as it was uh, at at the break. I just we're down like ten or eleven. I feel like at the break, but it, it, we should have been down thirty. I kept, I kept. I'm like, where? I I have not watched enough of this kid. He's really good. Anyhow, that's enough of that. It just makes me feel better. We didn't get torched by a bum. He's good. Jeff Cameron, two ninety three three. Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron Show, and we are back. Tell everybody so that they get back uh, listening here on 93.3 and on War Chant TV as well. By the way, speaking of being back here in the new year, we've uh, we've got a new partnership with our friends at Preservation Financial Group. want to welcome them into the Jeff Cameron Show. You can see, if you're watching the feed, you'll see their logo up there, Preservation Financial Group. It's good to have them on board. And uh, you'll hear me talking about some of the services they offer. And uh, I think you'll find them um, pe- basically people that uh, can help you out financially. Hence the financial group, part of the name. But I'll give you very specific points. And, uh, and it's, it, you know, some of this stuff <clears throat> I'm learning as we go. So I'm excited about it. And uh, I'll tell you about it every day on the show. So you'll, you'll be Well, now that you're 50, you better start looking into those types of things. I, I, if not I, now, when? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's true. It's true. I'll tell you about some some of the aspects of what they do and what makes them elite a little bit later in the show. Uh, but I wanted to welcome them into the program and, and welcome them uh, as a sponsor and as a partner 
uh, the Jeff Cameron Show, and uh, all of us here at 93.3. So that's important. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, so I guess at some point, and we knew that somebody was going to want us to talk about this, so we should bring it up. What were you doing in the moment that you saw uh, Antonio Brown <laughs> take off his shoulder pads and skirt through the back of the end zone and out the tunnel? Were you just watching, chilling on the couch at home going, what's going on with this? Uh, yeah, because they didn't fully explain it. Like, they cut to it first, and there was about a second or two where you're saying, who is that? Yeah, for a half a second, I thought, yeah, just like security, thought it was a fan at first. Well, I knew it was a player. I saw the pants immediately. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, who those is look, that? Those look like team-issued pants. And, and my, that's correct. I think they were. <laughs> and we had two corners that had travel issues. Because Which is the damnedest thing. Is there nothing more of today than that whole story? I'll, I'll, I'll summarize it in two seconds. Okay, a r- very short version anyhow. Two starting uh, members of the Tampa Bay secondary uh, just cleared off the COVID list, so they had to take a flight out of Tampa later than the team. The team had gone the day before. So they were leaving early in the morning. They're going to be there with two hours to spare. The pilot that's taking them on the plane comes down with COVID, test positive as he gets onto the plane. So now they got to get a new pilot and a new plane. All of this takes them to where they land in New York 15 minutes before kickoff. The plane had to go to Canada before it could come back because of flight rules before it could go to New York City. So they go to Canada and back. My man ends up, both those guys end up uh, racing to the stadium. Game kicks off. They're in the locker room changing. We're, what, seven minutes into the game, eight minutes into the and game action. It's like 115, 120. They come out on the field. They're stretching and jogging, trying to get warmed up to get back out. There's two starters. So it was the damnedest thing. It was bizarre. So I thought maybe it had something to do with that. And then, of course, it was Antonio Brown. Of course they said it was. And, you know, all of those logical conclusions are now gone. Like, well, this is somebody who is injured. Wait a minute. There's no training staff with him. This has to be the guys who were late. No, it's not. Oh, he's doing jumping jacks and waving to the people. Yeah. Well, that must be Antonio Brown. So that's how it all happened. Sure. And, and it was in the midst of an offensive drive. That's the crazy thing, too. There's a camera shot from the yeah, end zone. Yeah, you can see it from the end zone. And yeah. you can see we're in the huddle yeah. all the way in the distance. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we've talked about this a lot over the uh, brief stint that the Bucks have uh, brought in Antonio Brown. I'm not one who uh, blindly uh, makes light of, uh, you know, people's shortcomings, if you will. I mean, I, I will I will joke and, and, and take surface-level shots at any number of things, including myself, uh, but he's clearly mentally ill. Now, that doesn't mean I, you know, you, you forgive what happens. You, you have to... You have to let him go, which they did immediately. You have to let him go. Regardless of the reason, you can't have it. I mean, it's insubordination. It's turning your back on your teammates. It's turning your back on the franchise, turning your back on the team, coaches, you name it, the league. So he's gone. There's no surprise there. That's the first thing you're going to do. You know, you just kind of, all right, well, that's that. That's the end of that. He made it very easy. I mean, I've never, and I've, you know, I don't. I don't think it was an overstatement from Daryl Johnston, who, you know, a lot of times you get guys who get a little preachy in the booth, this oh, yeah, Tom Brenneman used to be a pro at oh, that. Oh, yeah, but this wasn't that. Until there was a deep drive to left field. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a home run. Uh, no, so I my favorite part, though, is that I'm listening to him, and I'm thinking, because I hadn't seen the video footage, and then I see it, and I'm like, oh, well, no, he's not wrong. I've never seen that before. 
when he said, I've been a part of the NFL for 35 years, I've never seen it before. Either have I. I've seen players fight one another. I've seen players take swings at coaches. I've seen coaches swing on other coaches. We've all seen that, right? Ooh, we've seen maybe around these parts. Oh, we've seen it all where, you know, in the heat of battle, some things go down, words are exchanged. It can happen. And that's that's part of it. I've never seen a dude take off his shoulder pads in his undershirt while a game is going on, roll out the end zone, not even walk around the end zone, like straight through the end zone. Never seen it. So I knew he was gone immediately. And regardless of the reasons, and he's had a million uh, transgressions in his career, and some of them reveal him to be a horrible human being. And we talked about this at the time. So I'm not going to speculate. I don't know the reasons. I just know he can't be there. And I know that uh, he's had probably three to four too many second, third, fourth, and fifth chances. But that's what happens when you're uniquely gifted. And that's true on almost every field. If you bring something to the table that nobody else can, you get those opportunities. There's a direct correlation to skills and opportunities and repeated chances, right? Um, and there's no doubt he's a freak when it comes to talent. But uh, that's that. It was. I just. I think a lot of people thought that I would have, or you would have, or we would have, and I told you so moment. No, this was inevitable, but it wouldn't take a Mensa to figure out that at some point Antonio Brown, whose entire career has been uh, a guy that uh, cuts off his nose to spot his face, you, you, you'd have to know it was coming. Yeah, but do you say I told you so when you put it on the you know, chalkboard that 2 plus 2 equals 4? Right. I told you, know, you so yeah, right. equals 4. Yeah, you take your time. Coming. You go through what you need to do. I I'm told just glad. You. I'm just glad it was a transgression against the team and his teammates and coaches because right. I was always worried it was going to be something criminal, like it had been in the past. So it's not anything criminal that he did. It's just him being who he is and having a meltdown. Listen, you know, he helped the Bucks win the Super Bowl. Uh, from a general manager's cold-blooded standpoint, it was a, a successful move for Tampa to bring in Antonio Brown. Uh, I said it last year. It took the joy, a big chunk of joy, out of being a Bucks fan. Um, even with you know, I was say, two Tariq touchdowns was on the other side. It's, that made it easier. Didn't take away and, that much joy. <laughs> and he wasn't on the field for the Green Bay game, which was great. That yeah. like, so now you get to feel that again. Now, does this make us a worse football team? Sure, it does. Sure, it does. But I also don't have the empathy that Tom Brady's calling for because when bad things happen to bad people, I don't care. That's well, good. Uh, now I, I understand. I, I, I respect mental illness and and the. The seriousness of that issue. This guy was a bad dude before whatever's Long going on now. Long before that. Is going on. Well, his well old teammates told you. Ryan Clark's been yelling that from the mountaintops. He's been for a long time. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not saying I sit around going, oh, God, I sure hope he gets help. Which, I mean, I'd happily see him get help. I mean, everybody would wish that for anybody. But Maybe. But I don't sit around thinking, you know, like, you know it's just a tragedy. No, not a tragedy. My man made some choices. Born okay. out of whatever. Hundreds. So, yeah. yeah, but does make me root for Surreal Grayson even more. Oh my Good God. for you, young man. Good for you, know, you. I almost was a Jets fan. If we didn't move down, from, well, oh, okay. if we didn't move yeah, I down, like, I would have been hell? a Met Jet. And then when I went to school and I owned it for the semester, I thought I was going to live in New York the rest of my life. And I thought, is this the year that you just, are we going to switch? And then that's it, because now you're going to live here and this is mm. where, you, where you're from. And I didn't. And I came back to uh, Florida, went here to Florida State January. That was... 16 years ago now that I've started uh, my time here in Tallahassee. I'm glad I didn't switch because when they cut to those Jet fans and those expressions on their faces after the throw to Grayson and the touchdown. Oh, like. Oh, they saw a ghost. They're like, again. Well, okay, He's so the one again. guy. The good I thought shot. he was old 10 years ago. He's doing it again. 
the guy that they show in the stands prominently, the older gentleman who's clearly been going to Jets games for a long Why time. Why didn't they show Fireman Ed? They want to show him 50 times during the game. So they show your, your boy just kind of staring up at the, you know, at, the, at the heavens like, really? Because they botched the fourth and two play. So if they don't botch that play, none of this happens. But right, only right. because that's what bad franchises, bad teams But come do. on! Yeah. Get up! J! Yeah. E! T! Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, um... I, I was, I mean, I was laughing my ass off just because it is such a thing to happen to a forlorn group of fans, right? And that they botch the fourth and two play. It's the right play to go for it, but they, they miscommunicate the play that they're trying to get in. You're never going to run a quarterback sneak on fourth and well, two. That that worries me about my quarterback. That if he, you know, following orders is a good thing in the NFL. He played well, by the way. And he did. But if he doesn't have the wherewithal to say, wait a minute, a sneak? This is fourth and two? What are we calling a sneak for? Well, that's a problem. He's a rookie. Um, the other thing that I would tell you is he played really well, and so and he made some tight window throws. And if anything, when we get towards the end of a year, year one, even in year one, you begin to look for signs that mm, this is going to work, or uh, I don't know, this is going to work out. The Jets have signs that uh, this is going to work with him. The Jaguars, meanwhile. I get it. Unmitigated disaster. Urban sabotaged. Got it. Another three picks yesterday from Boy Wonder over there. This guy, been saying it for years. Goldilocks looks like he's in trouble. He will lock in. He's going to throw. I said it from day one. uh, Our first game against him. This is a guy who's going to throw a lot of interceptions when finally he faces defenses that can do something about it. Now, so did Peyton Manning. So you and, and Jameis has thrown a bunch, and, and we still consider Jameis to be an average to above average quarterback in the NFL. That sounds homerish, but it's true. I, I consider him to be that yeah, way. Certainly an average. Peyton quarterback. threw like twenty eight. He threw sixty in his first year. Yeah, yeah. two two or three years, or first uh, thirty five games, whatever it was. So you can turn it around, but there was no doubt in my well, mind that dude was going to throw a ton of picks yeah. early in his career. Well, and then now he he doesn't have any help, and he's forcing it, and there's just there's no leadership. They're, they they got to start from scratch, but. What I would think, what would upset me if I'm a Jaguars fan, is that we've wasted this year, and now he's a guy that is going to lack confidence. How could you not after the season he's had? He's been terrible. So that's got to be tough. Meanwhile, like if you're in Chicago, you're not sure. They're going to get rid of that coaching staff. That was another win. Good for them. But you're kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't know what we have in with New him. England, you feel okay because oh, you, you feel, feel very he's good. got a manager, and he might be better than a manager. Yeah, no, I think you feel very good about him. Um but that's what you do with new quarterbacks. Like you're going through the list. Like, eh, do we feel like we're moving in the right direction here? Going to be a little while, but he's he's trending the right way. Or, oh man, did we whiff again? How does San Francisco feel? Oh, they don't like Trey Lance. Yeah. I mean, that's that's this yet. But that was always a huge project. Remember, they said that. They even knew that. They, they thought did. the upside was so significant that they were willing to wait that out. So they just, they're just going to have to buy their time. But here's what's interesting. Fast forward, because now we've now seen multiple franchises after one year with a rookie quarterback say, uh, uh, we don't enough. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And the first one was Josh Rosen. Yeah. It was like, remember him, everybody? Yeah, Josh Rosen, who's been on four or five different teams, including Tampa. He was on the Bucks for like a, a half an hour. But that San Francisco landing spot, Shanahan has a great relationship with Cousins, and there's talk in Minnesota that maybe they can make a deal, swing a deal for him, because Shanahan believes he has a window that's now. Then you've got Aaron Rodgers' love for that place. Yeah, right? That's what you do. Well, of course, if you can get him over Kirk Cousins, you can do it. But Aaron apparently has this new love affair with the Packers. What was that postgame on Christmas? Did you see that? 
I was like, either you went to PR school or something happened to you overnight like Ebenezer no, Scrooge himself. I, well, he knows he did irreparable damage to his image when he tried to play that hand that was not adopted by the public. They were like, no, man, you're wrong on this one. You do have weapons. I was screaming it on the show here. I'm like, what are you talking about? You just won the MVP and hosted the NFC Championship game. You cannot tell people that you've been done wrong. Go to hell with that nonsense. You've got weapons galore. And you win. And you just won the MVP. Get the hell out of here with that. Every time he said something, I was like, just stop. Just stop. Do you have too much lazy money in the bank? What does this mean, you ask? This means you have too much money in the bank that is losing to inflation. It's good to have money in the bank in case of an emergency because it is safe and liquid. But if you have too much money in the bank, for example, if you have $100,000 in bank earning 1%, let's say the current rate of inflation is 5%, that means you're losing 4% per year to inflation. better example would be in dollars. If you have $100,000 in the bank, it's earning 1%, and the inflation rate is 5%, you're guaranteed to lose $4,000 per year in purchasing power every year, or 40000 over a 10-year period. If you feel that you have too much lazy money in the bank, it's not working for you, call my friend Pete Tyson at 850-523-6118. That's 850-523-6118. Ask Pete to provide you with Safe Money Kit. That will give you other options that may help you earn more interest. No cost or obligation. Call Pete Tyson, 850-523-6118. Again, that's 523-6118. Yeah, uh, reading that, I agree. Yeah, crew, I wish Tula would take off his gear and quit as well. Well, he cost me my pizza money. It was a good run, though, man. That was worth it. The bet alone allowed me to have an opportunity to invest in the Dolphins each week. Um, and up until yesterday, they, they gave me a reason to think that it was a distinct possibility that they were going to make the playoff with the absurd odds. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I think if you're the Dolphins, you do everything in your power uh, to to move on from, from Tua. I don't see it. At all. At all. Revisit the Deshaun Watson deal? What's his status? I'm finding out whether or not he's going to prison. If the answer is no, I'm bringing him in. It's as simple as that. Are you going to prison? Are you going to be charged with a crime? Because I don't want to be waiting through a trial. Are you going to be charged with a crime? If the answer is charged with a crime. I want to know. If I'm the Dolphins, I want to know. Is is he being charged with a crime? Or is he just guilty of being a jerk? Because, hey, man, I can live with that. There's lots of jerks in every field. Whatever. But take your little PR hit and ride. Let's go. Get up there with a teary-eyed confessional. Say you were entitled. Give those girls a million dollars, and let's go. One thing I'll tell you is I think Troy Aikman is more in love now with being a homer on Cowboys broadcasts <laughs> than, ever than Deshaun Watson likes to go to a parlor. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's possible. Nobody likes doing anything more than Deshaun it's Watson likes going to a parlor. We found that out. Hour number two, fourth coming.